This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Burke. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. We're going to be talking about finances, but really what we're talking about, Al, is wisdom in finances. Because if you don't have wisdom when it comes to your finances, you won't be able to prosper the way God intended you to prosper. And he wants all of us financially prosperous. And Al's got a great revelation on this also. Uh, all these years, God has given you downloads on, on how to become prosperous and stay that way, you know, and it requires wisdom. So, you know, if you want out of your poverty, which is part of it, okay, if you want your bills paid, if you want to budget correctly, if you want to become and stay financially prosperous, you are going to need the wisdom of God. And, you know, we're talking about how the wisdom of God here versus the wisdom of the world, because when we use our own wisdom outside of God, it's very temporary, to say the least. You know, first of all, when you look at this, <clears throat> okay, having money or money is not evil. There's n- money by itself is simply a commodity. It's something you use. In my opinion, you know what's evil? Poverty. Wow. M- money's That's not good. evil. It's not evil to be wealthy. And, and, and uh, <clears throat> I've had people say to me, well, don't you think if God wanted me to have money, he'd get it to me. I go, mm-hmm. Is that why all the missionaries are broke and the, the mobsters have all the money? It's what you focus on in your life that you will have. And it doesn't matter what it is. What you're focused on comes into your life. And if you're focused on prosperity, it will come to you. And we're going to help give you some wisdom. It doesn't fall out of the sky. I wish the money bag would hit you in the head but it won't, <clears throat> but he'll true. give you wisdom to get wealth. That's right. He'll sh- and you know, another thing, anyone I ever met who said to me, well, I don't care about money, they never had any. <laughs> <clears throat> because it's a law, what you focus on, what you're interested in, That's what right. you want comes to you. You know, I have a friend of mine and he's uh, he plays baseball. I mean, he's always playing baseball, baseball, and they're always looking for him. And because he's involved in that, it comes to him. Right. If I'm focused on my future, really is what it is. But if I'm focused on my finances, it begins to come into my life and you get wisdom. People who want to have wisdom in finances will listen to this and learn. The ones that don't care about money, they'll turn it off. I'm just telling you right now. And, you know, there was a Joseph Prince once said, you know, tithing. He says, it's not for everyone. If this message is going to bother you, turn it off. Wow. Because some people, they get. But they, but but it's only because they can't receive it. But prosperity is for everyone. You know. According to God. Jesus talked more about money than any other subject. I don't care what anybody says he does. He, he spoke about money. He spoke about finances constantly. <laughs> Many times lack of. So we're going to help give you the wisdom you need to prosper financially and to get into that. So go ahead, Angela. All right, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read Psalm 112 because this is one of my favorite psalms anyway. I really do love it. And we're only going to do a couple of verses. It says, Praise the Lord. 
Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. Now, his commandments are wisdom. Yeah, this you're going to see the how to do that and what happens when you do it. Go ahead, keep reading. Okay. His offspring, now this is what happens when you delight greatly in his commandments, and we're talking about finances. His offspring shall be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Ready for this? I love it. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. So if you don't have wealth and riches in your house right now, you're missing something in this, something you're not doing. To the upright, look at all these promises. There arises light in the darkness. In other words, everyone could, eggs could be just completely gone because there's, there's a shortage on eggs. But I will have eggs because I follow this scripture. There arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man sows generous favor and lends. He will guide his affairs with justice, or another version now says discretion, which is really wisdom. You know, there's so much really in this whole thing here because it says here, well, if you start out by honoring God with your life, um, keeping the commandments and, and and living this Christian life, well, it's it's an automatic. Yes. Wealth and riches will be in your house. Now you can you can throw away the wealth and the riches if you don't want it, but God's trying to get it to you. Yes. And I know a lot of people say God doesn't want you to have any money, but that's because they don't have any. Yes. But yes. but here's the thing. <clears throat> these are these are automatic things. And their child your children will be will be a you know a stature blessed. in the community, Absolutely. blessed. And you have to understand with God, any of these kind of things like in Proverbs, these are like a covenant. It says, if you do this, I will do this. Right. And it's the same right here. His word is, you know, God's word, is, there's so much wisdom poured out of just reading, read Proverbs, read, read Psalms, just read it. Just read it and just let it speak to you. Let it soak into you. Yeah. And you'll get wisdom and you'll you'll know <clears throat> what you need to do. And the Bible teaches you how to prosper and how to become financially wealthy. If you follow the word of God as far as finances, you can't help but be wealthy. Let's look wow. at Proverbs 3 and 9. Glorify God with all your wealth. Honor. You know, this wow, is so funny. Good. Glorify God with all your wealth. Honor him with your first fruits. And, you know, I've seen it. They, they sit there and they go, well, well, you know. God is going to prosper you and he's going to, but that's spiritually prospering. That's not money. But here they'll say, yeah, give your money. <laughs> In other words, oh, yeah. you honor, honor God with your wealth, but you don't get anything back other than spiritual. It's, oh my God. Well, it's, you know, yeah, it's people's perception of our father. You know what else? It's what we've been taught in the last hundred years in the church. Mm -hmm. God wants you poor, broke, miserable, sick, and unhappy. Then you're godly. I went to a church uh, in a city, wow. and the pastor called me and said, would you please come? I want you to come and preach on prosperity in my church. I said, okay. And he told me in his prayer time, God told him, if you're not teaching your people prosperity, you're cheating them. Mm -hmm. So he didn't want to take all the flack from the people, so he brought me in. <laughs> I didn't care. I, go, ahead, go ahead and say what you want. 
But when he told me Sunday night, he said, I'm sorry, because you were preaching prosperity. A lot of people stayed away. Crazy. I told him, listen, next year when I come, I'm going to preach poverty and sickness, and then they'll show up. And you think about that. They'll all be there for that. It's so anyway, just, this, me, Al, it's just a self-condemnation. I don't deserve this. I don't. I, I think they wish it was true. They just don't believe it because they know themselves. And they say, how could God be so good to me to prosper me like that? Only the lucky people get that. You okay. Know? First of all, there's no such thing as luck. I know. Luck does not exist. That word is a word the devil created so he could say to you, those people are lucky you're not. This won't work for you. In fact, I gave a friend of mine my prosperity book, and I said, I just want you to know when the devil's going to say, yeah, it worked for him, but not for you. So he went, oh, I get it. In other words, right away, the devil discredits everything. Everything's a conspiracy. You know how he does it. But anyway, so um, glorify God with your wealth. That means you're giving to the kingdom, giving to the church, wherever you get your um, information from. With your first fruits, now the first fruits, if you have a crop, the the very first ones that come out, tomatoes, whatever, those are the best tasting, healthiest ones. The second crop is not as good and it goes down until it stops. So just so you know what he's talking about. With every increase that comes to you and every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings. See, every dimension's. Wow. Uh, from an uncontainable source of inner joy. That inner joy is, is so important. And part of the inner joy comes by your giving financially. You know, I was just I was just uh, watching this TV show, and this you'll hear this all the time. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna pray, we're gonna pray, and they're praying, pray, 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 and then we're gonna read the Bible, we're gonna read the Bible, we're gonna study, so we're gonna go to church, go to church, go to church. And then we're going to get out of our problems. We're going to get out of our, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to pray, pray, pray. We're going to worship. All (laughs) those things are good. And it doesn't work because it works to a degree. If you want it to work, do all those things and add to it a major tithe. They don't talk about give your money. Like, and I will, I'll get up there and say, you got a problem. What's your problem? This problem or that problem. I said, look, all right, I'll pray for you. Give $1,000 to God's kingdom and watch that problem go away. And they walk away. They don't do anything. But what I'm trying to say is I know from experience this works. I've lived this. Let's go to Proverbs 3.16. Wisdom extends to you long life in one hand. Look at this. And wealth and promotion in the other. Right. Wisdom is the key. Look at verse 17. The ways of wisdom are sweet always drawing you into the place of wholeness, which really translates peace and prosperity. Yeah, exactly. Give honor. So look, all we're trying to say is you need wisdom when it comes to finances. You need wisdom on how to sow. You need wisdom where to sow your seed. You need wisdom how much to sow. And you need wisdom as to how to call it back, how to water that seed. And you need wisdom on faith and how to stand in faith when things don't look like it's happening, according to the Word of God. So let's go to the first way, uh, the first wisdom point. And you already said this, give. Let's go to the second one, because give is just, listen, everybody knows that you need to give. And the only reason why God can prosper you back is because you planted a seed of money into good ground. Now he says, 
I've got something to work with. And even if it's just a little bit, I've got this to work with. So, you know, it's giving. Yeah, you know, God needs that seed. You know, he uh, there was a missionary guy that said, if you will, uh, in the Old Testament, when you you brought in the harvest, they would leave the corners the way it was so poor people could go and get food and they would go out there. So in other words, they didn't glean the field. They, they would leave some of the corn or whatever they were doing. They would leave it out there for the poor people. And this man said, if you leave more people, more, if you make your corners bigger, in other words, leave more for the poor people, now you've got less product coming in, less money. He said this, God will give you a bigger field. And wow. 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 And in my own life, that is so true. I've lived it. I've lived this. And God just pours it on me and pours it on me. And I make occasional mistakes. Occasional. Yes. Very rare. <laughs> but God always pulls me through and I always come out of it. So let's go ahead. I'm okay, sorry. Okay. The second one is to work hard. Really, basically, you know, if you look in Proverbs, there's one after another scriptures on how you shouldn't be lazy, but you need to work and work hard. And in Proverbs 6, from 6 to 11, the Bible tells us that we should learn. We, we, we have to learn from somebody. If you can't learn from the word, then it says to learn from an ant. It's, I mean, it's Adam, when you're talk about level. humble. And you're at that level. The only way you're going to learn something is from an ant. Yes. So I'll read it, you know, quickly over it, maybe paraphrasing some of it. When you're feeling lazy, come and learn from the ant. You lazy bones, come learn from the example of the ant and enter into wisdom. Okay, so even ants have wisdom. This is pretty funny. They have no chief. They don't have a boss. They don't have a manager. No one has to tell them what to do. I believe this is the uh, Passion Translation. You'll see them working and toiling all summer long, getting their, uh, their food together in preparation for the winter. So wake up, sleepyhead. How long will you lie there? When will you wake up and get out of bed? If you keep nodding off and thinking I'll do it later, or say to yourself, I'll just sit back a while and take it easy, just watch how the future unfolds. By making excuses, you'll learn what it means to go without. Poverty will pounce on you like a bandit and move in as your roommate for life. I mean, what do you want? Did you ever see an ant, like, just laying out? I'm going to take the sun. All the other ants are running around, running around. He's just like, oh, man, I'm a little beat up today. Never. You yeah. ever see one of the ants just sitting there like this in a chair? Yeah. No, Did you ever think about that? No. They're, they're all they're just... Either, they're, they're either getting their food together or biting you. <laughs> yeah. All right. They're a machine. Yeah, I know And I'll tell you I what, know. people sit around, they're going to they're gonna, uh, just watch TV, do a whole lot of nothing. Play games. Play, play video games. And then at the end of the day, it's like, well, I don't have any money. Right. You know, you, you know... Poor people, time, they, they don't care about time. They just, eh, whatever. Rich people, man, they're on it like an ant. They're not goofing around. I got so much time. I want to do this. I got to get this done. And we see when we're talking wisdom, we're talking about what God wants you to do to prosper. You right. know what I mean? And These the are the things you need. To have. Yes. 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 And look at this. Proverbs 21, 5 says, The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plenty, but of everyone who is hasty, 
only to want. So you have to be a hard worker. The next one, Al. Okay. Yeah, t- tell me about this one. Don't co-sign for anyone. Mm. Um, I actually did this for someone to help them, but God took care of me anyway. Let me read this, Al. Oh, okay. According to that, Proverbs seventeen eighteen. It's stupid to run up bills you'll never be able to pay or to co-sign for the loan of your friend. Save yourself the trouble and don't do either one. Right. And I did actually help someone in co-sign form, and it cost me a lot of money because, you know, if if someone has to borrow money from you, what makes you think they're going to, if they don't have the capacity to have money now, how are they going to have the capacity to pay you back? Wow, that's really good, Al. Do you that's know what I mean? Really good. They never do. They never do. That's really good. Avoid all these. Cr- well, uh, the next one, yeah. number four, is avoid get-rich-quick schemes. And every and, time I've ever done any of those, I got burned. And I, and I don't know how, yeah, I don't know it was like a, what the deal done, was but I'm too thinking good of to the lottery. True. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. thinking of the lottery where people, most people who win the lottery, all that money's gone within a matter of a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. If not, maybe all of them, I don't know. But if you, you always say, if you have to play the lottery to get money in the first place, there's a money problem. You don't well, you're understand. already not tithing. You're not doing right. anything God wants you to right. do. You're hoping you can just get a money bag fall out of the right. sky. Right. And another thing about God, what he teaches you, he gives you wisdom to operate in wealth so that you don't spend it all. These people true. who get the lottery, they're all the same. They're just hoping that they're going to make this big bunch of money, and within a year or two, they're broke again. It's a mentality. You're very right. You're very. They right. have That's this true. this mentality. Oh, look, look, look! Everything, and they just blow all the money, and now they're broke again. Now you got to play the lottery. <laughs> you know <laughs> Try what I mean? Again. But it's even worse than that because the Bible talks about your mental attitude being wrong if you're playing the lottery. And it's a guarantee. It's literally a guarantee. You're gonna you're gonna lose it all. Well, especially since the lottery is the world's way, and tithing is which is the dead opposite right, of the right, world. What is right. the world? Oh, we're gonna get rich. Oh, quick. they'll spend money on the lottery tickets. Oh yeah. But you know, anyway. Okay, the next one, Al. Budget correctly. You could talk about this just a little bit too. Yeah, people spend more money than they make. Um. And they're wasting money. They're wasting. They're buying things they don't need. I know somebody when when she would get her money, she would just buy things for her grandchildren, spending money like crazy. And then when her automobile insurance bill came in, she didn't have any money to pay it. And it wasn't a lot of money. It's just that she by she was broke by Friday again. And the next Friday, she was broke again. And, you know, I used to have people working for me years ago, and I would give them their paycheck on Friday. And by Wednesday or by Thursday, they weren't eating any lunch. And I said, well, why aren't you eating any lunch? They had no money to buy lunch with. It was all gone. And some of these guys made a lot of money. And uh, no wisdom in how to operate with God, with what God had showed right. or what they had. No, Right. A lot of people out there, they're able to make money. But they can't manage it. Yeah. You know? So anyway, it's really important to do that. And find somebody. You know, you can find somebody in your life that knows something about money. I know this Pastor Dean Melton from Freedom Christian Center in Charlotte. He literally helps many of his people in his congregation how to manage their money. And sometimes he even manages it for them because they can't do it or they don't know how or they don't know 
they don't know yet. You know, so I mean, if you can, you have somebody in your life that knows about money. People call, people call out a lot. They call them a lot for, for, uh, you know, business. Like wisdom advice and business. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know he's, he's got the goods. He could, he has been prosperous. So if you could find somebody like that to help you, that would be awesome. The next one is to live uprightly. And and you have it down here, Al. Don't cheat the IRS. Pay your taxes. (laughs) Don't cheat everything. You know, nobody does this perfectly. But you don't have an inner attitude of how do I cheat? Your inner attitude is how do I pay this? Now, it doesn't always happen perfectly. But my point is it's an inner heart attitude of, you know what? I made a lot of money. I'm going to pay my taxes. And you know what? It's good if you pay a lot of taxes. You know why? That means you made a lot of money. Yeah, don't complain. <laughs> don't complain. I pretty much pay more money in income tax than most people make. Not all the time. And it's no fun because I know what they're doing with it. Yeah. But it's I live my life between me and God, and I do what, he, what he's telling me right. to do, and I just follow that. And even if you go to work and you say, well, I can't make enough money to live on this, show God you mean business. Right. By showing up and doing your job and more, don't focus on how much money you're making. Focus on them obeying God and God will make it come out where you can live. He'll find a way right. to do this for you. You know, and you can't, you can't live the blessed life if you're dishonest. And we had some neighbors and um, they were, uh, they wanted to sell their house and they had the house built years ago and it was time to sell. So, they couldn't sell it. It was a beautiful home, reasonably priced, but they couldn't sell it. So the wife was a little more, um, she was a little more in touch with the Lord than the husband, but they both were Christians. And so the husband went to her and said, look, I've been praying about this and everything. Would you please go to the Lord and ask him why we can't sell the house? And so she did. And the Lord told her when they were building this house, which she knew about, I guess, um, he held back some of the payment from some of the contractors. He didn't pay them. And as long as he did not pay those contractors, that house could not be under the blessing of God. It could not sell. Now, maybe there's a little uh, part of it where, a little percentage where it could in the world or whatever, but whatever, either way, he was not gonna get the blessing of God. He could not sell that house. And it's just a spiritual principle Okay, it's not like God said, put the stops on that house. But really, it's a spiritual principle. It's automatic. Yes, if you walk in integrity and honesty and you and you pay your workers for something they rightfully did. So he literally had to pay those workers before that house could sell and then it finally sold. I don't think he did pay them, did he? Oh, I did. They sold he the did. house not too far after that. And you but know, he, he received that, did he? which is very good. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, like the next one is treat others the way you want to be treated. A lot of people would say, yep, treat others the way you want to be treated. That's right. That's the way I want to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it didn't pay his workers. Do you want to work and not get paid? Right. Now, we're not going to read this whole thing because we don't have the time, but we want you to go to Luke chapter 6 and read 27 to 38, and it will tell you exactly how you are to treat others other people. Because then we wonder, why? Why are we not seeing this hundredfold return? Why are things not working out in every area of our life? Because of all those things that you may not be doing or halfway doing or just not taking seriously. And also judging others is another thing that we we 
we, uh, which is in this uh, scripture too, uh, forsake the habit of criticizing and judging others. So, you know, there's so much in those verses I just gave you that if you go one by one, and look, you could just work on one. You don't have to work on all 25 of them at one time, but examine yourself, examine your life, go to the Lord, take each and everything. Like it talks about showing compassion to others and doing good deeds to others. Even those who don't know God, will you willing to help them? It's talking about lending money um, uh, and loving your enemies, you know, rather than hurting them and everything. So all this is in there and it's chock full of awesome revelation. So just go to that chapter and read it and then you'll see maybe it'll make sense to you why you're not prospering. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.